For just this once, Admiral, I actually appreciate our empire. You said it. Although, I do feel sorry for the rest of his crew. They shouldn't have to suffer because of him. Come, come, Admiral. That's not something I'd expect a seasoned warrior like you to say. Or could it be even you, Admiral, feel some compassion for Captain Tyler as well? Ridiculous. Even if I did feel pity for Tyler, it's beside the point. He was probably executed right after the Railgun got him. Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 40s talk about anime. It's Bill. I'm a general. It's Andy. <laughs> He's a general. And it's me, Matt. Also a general. <laughs> That's so fitting for this episode. Everyone's a fucking general. Everyone is a general to Tyler. It's so good. It's a really good bit in the episode. Oh, man. Hey, guys. Hi. They wouldn't put me in command of nothing. Hello, General. <laughs> You're welcome, welcome, General. General, sir. <laughs> hey, we're here to talk about a very special episode of the Irresponsible Captain Tyler. It's episode 17. It's a very special episode. Very special. The Unjust Dessert. No. I said it right that time. You did. Or did you? <laughs> or did I? It's different in several places. <laughs> who, who the hell knows? The Unjust Desert or the Unjust Dessert. I think it's Unjust Dessert. Just say it in a way that makes you feel good. I mean, you know, from seeing the episode, I think dessert is probably correct. I think so. I don't. There's not a single desert to be found anywhere in this episode. But he does eat a bunch of a tummy ache that becomes an entire running arc. <laughs> it's pretty great and weird. This episode's weird. <laughs> We're gonna get there. Uh, but first, how are you guys doing? Fucking fantastic. I had Jello today. <laughs> I had Jello. <laughs> Fucking fantastic. Fucking fantastic. Yeah. I'm doing, otherwise I'm doing well. I've got leftover, oh. I've got leftover uh, Vietnamese dinner, waiting for me to finish it later. I've got nice. my incredibly delicious aloe vera drink. No, don't drink the aloe vera, you're a goddamn koala. Drink acid poison like the rest of us. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, I do plenty of that. <laughs> but whenever I have Vietnamese food, I want some cool, refreshing aloe vera. Aloe vera, it does the job. <laughs> is that the is that the catchphrase for aloe vera? It does the job. It, it's drinkable. It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go on, but suddenly my brain stopped working. So that's where the <laughs> sentence ended. I always want Mountain Dew when I have Mexican food. Oh. Because it's kind of like a margarita. Oh, it kind of is like a margarita. Cool. I don't, I'm trying to think if there's anything I really want when I eat something. When I have waffles with peanut butter and bananas, I have to have a big tall glass of milk. Like it, I have to have milk with it. Like it is, it is a necessity. Yes, but what kind of milk? One percent white milk. Why bother? <laughs> 
because it's because it has just enough flavor and it's not completely like 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 a super amount of fat. It it does the job. I don't drink milk that often, so I'm gonna drink milk. I just go straight up whole milk, yeah, right from the cow's udder, whole milk, right, whole <laughs> milk. You gotta yeah, have. I, have I gotta have whole milk whenever I have cake or uh, something mm. baked. Cannot stand whole milk. Do not like it. I, I'm weird about two percent anymore. Even like two percent's fine. Like it's. I don't find two percent offensive. I but. love one percent. I, I, it's like the right mix between that two percent and that skim. It's great. It's perfect. You heard it here. Andy loves the one percent. Oh no! No! Oh, no. oh! Don't clip that. Don't clip that. A, no one out there clip that's that. That's my. That's my ringtone. No, no. Fucking <laughs> hell. Uh, hey, before we get into nerd news in this episode, I do want to mention um, that I'm going to be a special guest coming up on the Let's Talk Nerdy podcast. It will be, I don't know when that episode is going to come out, but I'm recording it this Thursday, or sorry, Tuesday, uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. They wanted to have me on to talk about anime, and I think more specifically, uh, we might talk about Pokemon, but I think they also said they had a bunch of anime questions for me, and I said, okay, I'll do my best. <laughs> okay, because they were trying to—they were trying to understand um, anime a little why? bit. Why? <laughs> <laughs> because I know—I know—I know one of the hosts. No, I mean that's—that's—that's that's, that's their question. Yes. Wait, just a second here. Yeah. Does this mean they listen to us? Um, I mean they—they they interact with us on social media at the very least. Well, one of them. So, at, <laughs> at, least, least. at least one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. When I record that and it is released, I'll be sure to uh, promote that on our social media feed, on our Facebook, facebook.com slash tuning Japanese, and on our Twitter or X, uh, twitter.com slash tuning Japanese. Hey, uh, let's talk about some nerd news. And I want to start because I, and it's, it's kind of a maybe hope, maybe a short conversation. I don't know. I'm not sure how much you guys want to talk about this, but I want to start with a downer. Carl Weathers passed away today. Uh, no, sorry, yesterday, I think it was. It was, I think, announced today, but he passed away yesterday, uh, February 1st. He was, I believe, 76 years old. Carl Weathers, if you don't know, best known, at least to me, and maybe we can go around and see like what we best know Carl Weathers for. Uh, for me, it's the Rocky movies uh, and his role as Apollo Creed, some of my favorite movies of all time. Really sad to hear he uh, apparently passed away peacefully in his sleep at home. Good way to go. That's in your 70s, peacefully at home. I mean, what? Not it's too a good bad. death. That's a pretty good yeah. death. That's fair. Bill, what do you uh what do you know Carl Weathers from best? Like what do you like what do you think of when you think of Carl Weathers? Predator. I figured you would say that. Yeah. I'm not a big Predator fan. Like I, I was never a big fan of the series. I'm actually not a huge Predator fan. The first movie was was really good. And the second one was pretty good. And I've heard Prey is good, but I haven't seen it. And Predators was was pretty good. I've heard that too. I've heard that too. Aliens versus Predator, though, skip those. <laughs> well, that uh, that goes down. When we watched uh, Alien and Aliens with my daughter, I told her afterward, and those are the only two Alien movies they ever made. Oh, <laughs> I like, I mean, generally, yes, but I like some of the prequel stuff. I like Promethean and, and whatnot, but I'd say three. Anywho. Uh, hey, Matt, what do you what do you think of uh, when you think of Carl Weathers? What's like the role that like stands out the most to you? Well... Did you know that for every action, there is a Jackson? Uh, there is indeed. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of actions. Yes, and for everyone, there's him. Uh, what film are you referring to, Matt? <laughs> Action Jackson. That's, 
That's the name of it. All right. Uh, I, I, I'll be honest. I, I've heard the name of the film. I've never seen it. Uh, give me, give me the elevator pitch for Action Jackson. Is this going to be anything like Sneakers? No. Which is my go-to Matt movie. <laughs> when I think always. of Matt movies, <laughs> I always think of Sneakers. First name is not Action, really. It's Jericho. <laughs> Jericho Action Jackson. He is a Detroit police detective who doesn't play by the rules. Gotta love those. It's, it's a very 80s premise. Yeah, that's, that's the basic of it. So it's Black Dynamite if it took itself seriously. Kinda, yeah. That was my nerd news, was the, the sad departure of Carl Weathers. I will be somewhat soon watching through all the, the, the Rocky movies. I was trying to come up with a good excuse to do that anyway, so I'll probably do that pretty soon. I'll throw this out there, but I really want to see someone do some fan art taking the uh, freeze frame from the end of Rocky Three. Yes. But it's Apollo Creed and the Grim Reaper and Apollo... Oh, I bet someone. I bet someone's already working on that. If not I, already, I finished. bet they are. I hope they are. If if they are, haven't, and someone hears this, do it. Yes, yes, absolutely. Bill, Matt, do you have any nerd news, or do we want to get into this episode of the Irresponsible Captain Tyler? Uh, I don't know if it's how nerd newsy it is, but I just saw that they did a riff tracks for one of my favorite bad fifties sci fi movies. Oh no! Here we go. The movie is. The brain from planet Aros. <laughs> oh, no. I shall give picture. Okay, I shall give picture. I love that so much. Brain <laughs> With the eyes. Oh, my God. That's really terrible. I love it's it. It's the Goodyear brain. <laughs> it, it, it floats. Oh, God. That looks so bad. <laughs> I've been watching uh, a decent amount of uh, when I'm when I'm trying to like turn something on. Uh, on Twitch, Shoutcast TV has a lot of uh, Mystery Science Theater playing anymore on their Twitch. So I'll like watch like 15 minutes of a Mystery Science Theater episode. Is that going to be YouTube? Is that going to be uh, theater? Where's that Where's that going to be? That's just uh, some, a on-demand production from the website. Nice. Very cool. Very, very cool. Almost makes me almost as happy as if they would do the giant claw. My body seems to be rejecting my my claws. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, if you don't know what I'm talking about with the giant claw, I got to show one more picture. Just oh, for the here he goes! Here he goes! Here he goes! We've shown Matt the power of the present button, and you now have. we we shall see now the claw. I can just get things to work. Matt, you can trust with the power of the present button. That is true. You shouldn't have showed me. That's fair. Here is the monster from the giant claw, 1957. <laughs> I love old horror movies like this. They're kind of the best. What the fuck? Oh yeah, oh, it hasn't come. Oh, it is. Oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> I want to pet it. <laughs> it's like, it's like a naked Skeksis. Yes. <laughs> to reference the Se the Skeksis again in another episode. <laughs> oh my god, look at it! It's so great. They had some guy in Mexico make it for the movie. Nobody knew what it looked like until they saw the movie. <laughs> oh, that's fucking, that's just so good. That's really great. I love that so much. Well, Bill, anything you want to add to nerd, to nerd news, or should we head into the episode? I like how you just assume I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes you do. Sometimes I do. I do. Oh, my God. Bill does. September 6th. Okay. Beetlejuice 2. Yes! Yes. Yes. Beetlejuice. Yes. Very excited so, about that. I am, too. Hopefully they do they do a good job with it. The original is fun as hell. It's weird as hell. 
you know these these sequels that come out decades and decades later don't tend to be awful. Yeah, they tend to be all right. Yeah, it's not just an immediate cash grab, throw it out there. It's They usually turn out okay, so I think this is going to be good. Oh, the name of it is actually Beetlejuice Beetlejuice. Yes! Oh, instead of Beetlejuice 2? Beetlejuice Beetlejuice? Yeah. That's really clever. Cute. Yep. Michael Keaton will be back as Beetlejuice, of course. Of course, of course. Winona Ryder will be back as Lydia. Yay! I love Winona Ryder. Uh, with uh, Jenna Ortega as her daughter. Okay. Oh. And the rest that we know so far is, uh, looks like Catherine O'Hara will be back as Delia. Excellent. And uh, Willem Dafoe will also be in it. Ooh, that is neat. And Beetlejuice's wife is going to be played by Monica Bellucci. His wife? Wow. Huh. From his life before he was dead, I guess. Or he got a wife afterward. <laughs> like, he tried to marry Lydia, so maybe... Oh, yeah, maybe. Right? Maybe met someone down there in the afterlife. Or met somebody else up here and is free on the Earth realm. By the way, Jeffrey Jones will not be back because he turned out to be a perv. Yeah, yeah, we knew that. I just I just watched a thing the other day that was uh, like 10 actors that destroyed their career by being awful. or I can't remember how they played it, but yeah, and he was on the list. Well, that is a cool movie that I am excited to see. Yeah. I want to see Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Uh, hopefully we get some some clips down the road as we get closer. It's so hard to say Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, and not say it a third time. I know. That's what the the one tagline that my wife sent me hat said was, "Say it again." <laughs> say it again. <laughs> That's fantastic. And one more piece of news: Jim Carrey is returning for Sonic the Hedgehog three. Yes, I you know the Sonic movies were surprisingly fun. They weren't good movies, but they were surprisingly very fun movies. Better than Detective Pikachu. No, 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 no. I no. really enjoyed Detective oh, I, I really no. enjoyed Detective Pikachu, actually. Detective Pikachu was a fantastic film. If you want to know about our thoughts on Detective Pikachu, you can check out Bill, myself, and Adam talking about it in a past episode in our movie review section here on Tuning Japanese. Uh, it is a, that was a fantastic movie. And uh, that doesn't bring down the quality of Sonic, but I think it dwarfs Sonic. Well, I mean, I haven't seen Sonic, but I give little no fucks about Pikachu and Pokemon in general, but I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Like, I went in there bracing for this is going to be bad, and it wasn't. Yeah, okay, me too. <laughs> you don't have to agree with us, Matt. You could disagree with us. It's fine. <sighs> Speaking of disagreements, let's talk about this episode of Irresponsible Captain Tyler, because I know... No. I'm, I'm sure... I won't. That we will be disagreeing. Can't make me. In some way. No, we aren't. <laughs> uh, it's my week. No, it isn't. Yes, it's sorry, Bill. <laughs> you gave him an opening. I. Sh Speaking of openings, we open. <laughs> Speaking of openings. <laughs> we open with the crew of the Soyokaze being taken in to the United Space Force colony area ship thing for quarantine because of the unknown virus that Harumi unleashed in the last episode. Yes. Yes. Hi. I'll, I'll tell you about my experience with this episode. So the first time I was like, I'm going to watch this while playing a video game, and I'm sure I'll absorb it. And I didn't. I was not paying attention. It was like a couple days ago, and I watched it, and I kept like looking up and realizing I was I, I forgot that I was watching it, and I was so confused every time I like zoned in on the episode. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? It makes sense, more sense the second time around. Um, 
maybe in some ways. Well, anyway, they're quarantined. <laughs> and Yuriko puts together that, like, huh, I wonder if this was an excuse just to lock us up. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's hard to argue that maybe they should be quarantined for a bit, but clearly that's not what's going on. I don't understand, like, I get that Captain Tyler is kind of an idiot, and these two Mifune and Fuji don't like him, but, like, at some point, shouldn't they just be like, look at all the good he's done, he's done all these things, shouldn't we just, like, move past our weird feud that we have against him for some reason that doesn't really make sense? Or keep putting him in danger, and then he'll either win or die, and then you win-win. Yeah, and then just don't worry about it. Yeah. Like, are they that worried it's going to make them look bad? I just don't, I just don't, I think I've lost, like, what their, what their motivation is. They're bad guys. <laughs> that's I it. guess. I guess. Unless that, is that's what, maybe that's what they're trying to lead us to, is the swap that, like, the Ralgons are actually the good guys? Like, I don't, I don't know. Or is everyone a bad guy in war? well (laughs) Matt's like we still got nine episodes how much do I want to say here well you know later in this episode we see that at least one of them might be lightening up a bit yes yes they uh, maybe a little bit maybe a little bit we'll see we'll kind of we'll get back to that so Fuji 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 Oh no! He's gonna appear with a sword. Wait, that's not the sword guy. Or is it the sword guy? I get them confused. Hey, Fuji and Mafune cheer and celebrate with some sake over uh, over Tyler's capture. They start like laying some real praise on the Ralgons. They're like, man, look at those Ralgons. They did a real good job of capturing our guy. <laughs> like, yeah, it's really weird. Uh, Mafune says he feels bad for the crew, and Fuji is like, are you just taking pity on? For Tyler, and he's like, nah, yep. he's probably dead anyway. It, it's really weird, because, yeah, they're they're like, I feel bad for the crew. Why? Because <laughs> they're your people, they didn't do anything. And they're, they're ready for Tyler to be dead, because they've got the, the memorial photograph with the black ribbon and the uh, manju cakes and everything. Incense. Fucking weird. <laughs> wild. What a wild thing. Ready to erect that grave. Here they lies. They are super ready. Well, not here lies, because nobody's lying under Japanese <laughs> graves, because they cremate everybody. <laughs> so I suppose... Yeah. That's not totally outsized that they do that, because it is known exactly. that the railguns yeah. kill every prisoner they take. This is accurate. But not this time. More on that in a minute. Yamamoto is not happy. He is a wreck. He is. I like this. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you would. I do, too, actually. It... It was really interesting character building that... Yeah. He's come to appreciate Tyler. He thinks he should have gone with him. Yeah. He he almost feels like... Because remember in the episode, the last episode, he was like, don't drag me into this. And I think he's like, oh shit, I feel guilty. I, I miss Tyler. I really wish we I could have been, you know, like... Is it personal feelings or is it a sense of duty? <laughs> well... <laughs> and is that... Is that why Tyler offered to let him go? Because he knew he would be upset if he didn't. Oh. That's a, that's a really good point, Bill. <laughs> Either way, I like I like this Yamamoto. Aside from later, we're going to get there, the part I don't like. But, <laughs> but we'll get there in a minute. So they've apparently quarantined off the men from the women. And Yamamoto is saddened by the thought of him being executed, Tyler being executed. And he lets out this... 
long echoing captain is like we do that like classic like show the outside of the ship kind of thing yeah uh-huh. for this episode yamamoto will be played by ray romano <laughs> ah! <laughs> so uh the Rogans, huh uh the just like some generals and like a prime minister and shit and they're all like talking to azaline and they're just like are we ready to dispatch our army to destroy the united space pl- space force are we ready? <laughs> Y'all ready for this? And Tyler is in like full Motley. <laughs> full eating, what? Uh, like Motley. You know, he's like, he's like, he looks like a jester. Yes. And he's like eating like an entire baguette to himself or something. <laughs> something. Not sure what it is. It's his dessert. <laughs> he must have been a good boy. Yes. You see, you're right, Andy. He is dressed like a court jester, and you know what that means, don't you? That means he's having a ball. <laughs> that means he can almost literally get away with saying anything he wants. And he does in this episode. <laughs> it's pretty much what he does anyway. <laughs> yep. At least in front of the Rogans, he gets to get away with it, it seems like. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's pretty classic, classic, classic uh, sort of European court jester. He's able to say things that other people cannot because he's yeah, a fool. I'm, it's true. I'm like, I got like 45 pages left of Fire and Blood uh, by Georgia R. R. Martin. I really hope that in later seasons of uh, uh, House of the Dragon, Mushroom somehow makes a, makes an appearance. I, I don't know how they're going to shoehorn that in, but I really want Mushroom to be there. <laughs> um, anywho, moving on. Who we am. Feels like I don't know who that is, but it's fine. <laughs> I watched the show. It was all right. Bill, didn't you, <laughs> didn't you read all the books? Not those. I read all the. Oh, okay. I read all the uh, the core books. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I meant. The five. Okay. Yeah. But I guess he's not in that, so that makes sense. No, he's all not. Right. Fair enough. So she, as an Azaline, is not. I just took like a ten minute tangent there. Azaline is not having it with Wang. <laughs> not interested at all in Wang's junk. I don't know. This is when Tyler pipes in and says that. You know, even with a morale boost, the enemies, a.k.a. his former crew and, and, and leaders, would be pretty strong and probably would beat them. <laughs> and he keeps calling the prime minister a general. And I love yes. that. Yes. And at one point, the Wang's like, I'm not a general. I'm the prime minister. I'm the main vein. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't like that. Please stop saying main vein. Yeah. <laughs> One correction, he he was talking about the Raugon forces still being strong without a morale yeah. boost. Uh, was he? Yep. He was. Uh, oh, okay. Okay, sure. Sure. I'll go with that. And I've got notes on the uh, whole general thing. But he was trying to talk Wang into, like, showing his Wang. <laughs> because that would make the troops happier if they all could see Wang. <laughs> like it does many people. <laughs> well, Matt, tell us about this general thing roughly half of people or more the Japanese word for general is Taisho and the Japanese word for prime minister is Saisho um, oh it's a Jap- it's Japanese wordplay is Excel yeah. Saga what, what they, exactly Taisho is a shogi general or if you want a uh, chess king or queen so Tyler's kind of making subtle digs that he's Treating everybody like pawns. That This was pop-up video Matt edition. I thought he was just being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> well, I suppose uh, we we don't really know where the line between the uh, writing and Tyler's actual personality <laughs> is uh, blends or separates. I love too that Tyler is now officially Paco Paco. Yes, Paco. Yep, full on. That's his name. He's become the new pet. Uh, they ramble on for a while about who should do what. That drags on for way too long. Uh, until Tyler... We get the name of that general, which I mentioned last week. The one-eyed, one-eyed guy. Lowenauer. Yeah, who is he? Lowenauer. Lowenauer? Okay. Um, I must have missed it. I was bored. Tyler's also calling him old, which is annoying him. Yeah, this whole this whole scene didn't work for me. It was, I mean, kind of boring, at least in my estimation. Really? You don't love how Tyler is poking giant holes in this dick's dick? <laughs> I I don't know. It was boring. It, he is really laying into Wang. <laughs> I can't make this sound good. I can't make this sound good, can I? <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, or you is, make it sound great? <laughs> T- Tyler is just getting away with being an ass, and it's only because Azaline will let him, and it's it's fine. I get the bit. It's, well, I mean, it's fine. Are you really being an ass to the guy who's the asshole? Yeah, he still is. Like he's. Is he an asshole or is he a dick? <laughs> right now, he seems to be fucking everybody, and he's not getting this, fucked. This seems like a good question. Hey, this is when Tyler makes a claim that Wang has a thing for Azaline. Yeah. He shits on Wang. He shits on Wang. He's like, you just want to stay close so you can kiss up to her and maybe get favors. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> and, then, and then she calls Tyler her pet dog, or I think I think, I think literally calls her that, calls him that at one point. Uh, I think Wang kicks him, and he's like, "Oh, he kicked me!" And then she goes, "That's because you've been you were being naughty." And I'm like, "I don't like where this is going at all." <laughs> naughty pet, being a bad <sighs> pet. Yeah. Why you always make it sexual? Well, speaking of, Dom is watching and wanking from the darkness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he wants to be the Wang King. It's that, it's that part, it's that part in like a threesome gay porn where like the guy just happens to like walk in and like he watches from like the doorway and he's just like, anyway, anyway, we're going to go back to the corn, we're going to go back to the, the quarantine. You have, a, you have a rich culture. I, we, we do. Uh, the plots don't know better in ours either. Um, so we go to the quarantine. Where, and, look, uh, Bunta is playing Shogi with the doctor. Bunta, Bunta's here? Bunta. Oh, Boom-ta. I got really excited for the little dude from... Uh, Sorry, nobody's, eating, nobody's eating furry ass in this show. <laughs> or Not are yet. Where are they? Not yet. They locked but... all the guys together. If they're there for <laughs> long enough, it may happen. Hey, so the doc... Yeah, the doc and that guy, Boonta. Boonta? Bump? Bum? Bumta? Boon. Boon. Ta. Boonta are playing Shogi? Is it Shogi? Shogi! <laughs> okay, well, I thought it was Shogi, but I wasn't sure. Everyone seems to be passing the time different ways with exercise, games, meditation. And then Katori and Yamamoto talk about Tyler for a while, and Yamamoto again is really depressed. And Anderson's like, yeah, he's losing it. <laughs> we go to the Ralgon secret world. Uh, Tyler's in, I think, the secret teleport, like the weird like thing that you have sex with the orb. The holodeck. Last time. The holodeck, yes. Yes, the, the 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 sex room. He's just chilling. There was Riker DNA all over the stop, holodeck. Stop calling it a sex room. He's not command. He's not Lieutenant Barkley. There's a reference for your Star Trek fans. 
There you go. There you go. He's like just napping. He's got like a picnic blanket down and he is sleeping and Dom shows up and I'm like, maybe this is like some of those porns. No, uh, and Tom shows up. And dirty he, Dom. Dirty, dirty Dom. And he <laughs> Adam will get that reference. Uh, yes, but this is not the point in the such. show where this is not the point in the show where Dom whips Tyler. No, that's not what happens. Dom is really nice to Tyler. Yeah, he is. He's like so kind to him. Like, he doesn't get mad. He doesn't kick him. Like he doesn't like do anything bad. Feeling bad about his situation more than is anything he... else. He's a gentle Dom. He's a. <laughs> he makes this statement that like ah he's being brainwashed which i think is bullshit yeah i know i i don't think he's being brainwashed at all i think no. tyler's just being tyler really i think worse to be brainwashed yes. after after all after all the times we've seen how much he cares for his crew you think he's just doesn't care at all really i don't think it's that at all i think he has faith in them that's what i wrote in my notes i read that as tyler tyler doesn't seem worried because he knows that his crew's going to do fine without him because he believes in them and their abilities. That's how I read yeah. it. He's not concerned about anything, and why should he think his crew can't handle it? Oh, I, I agree with Andy. That's how I took it, too. I'm happy to see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that, that's totally within uh, Tyler's character. Like, So I could see Tyler, they think they've got him under some kind of mind control, but Tyler, that's his superpower outside of his luck, is his positivity and seeing the best in everyone. And that's why I think Tyler, outside of my problems with the anime and the way it's structured and not loving all of the pieces of it, Tyler's a fantastic character. Like, I love Tyler. I am starting to agree. If you two come away from this series with that as your primary thought, that's good enough for me. <laughs> my little space zen master. <laughs> we cut back to quarantine again. Kojiro and Cryburn are arguing and he calls Kojiro a snot-nosed kid, which does not go over well, leads to a fist fight. Uh, and the Doc and Eyepatch Man, uh, Boonji, are, uh, <laughs> if I say it very slowly and with emphasis, Boonji. They're nope. making bets on who's going to win. No, it's not Boonji. Boonta. Boonta. It's Boonta. <laughs> Boonta. They're making bets on who's going to win. And he's like, well, I'd like to vote on my captain or whatever. And he's like, wow. The doctor's like, you have no loyalty at all. And he goes, all's fair in love and war. At least that's what they tell me. <laughs> and the rest cheered on like it's a fucking WWE main event. <laughs> Gotta do something. They're bored. Uh, at this point, Yamamoto takes off his belt. And at first I'm like, is he going to like go all dad mode? <laughs> <laughs> Time for a whooping. But no. It gets dark, and I do not like this. I, I'm really over this anime, just like, it was the, I get it, it was like 2000 or whatever, and like, people didn't care about mental health and suicide, but like, I'm, I'm getting tired of the suicide moments, like, him just being like, I'm gonna end it! Oh, then, you're, what you're really tired of is the Japanese feelings towards uh, the value of life. <laughs> I hate to say it, but... I've laughed at every attempt at suicide in this anime. Oh, no. <laughs> I have. I, I, like, oh. <laughs> I, even then, I was, like, laughing at him. Oh. And then when they're, like, trying to make... Like, the one guy's like, quit pulling on him! You're okay. supposed to push up! Okay. Like, okay, that was the only time I laughed at anything related to any of these. I that love, was really I love that part. All right, who's pulling him down? Push him up! <laughs> <laughs> 
But then there must have been a moment of clarity because Yampano's like, I don't want to die. I can't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. They get him down because the thing breaks and like goo like falls on them. Yeah. The pipe breaks. The, the pipe goo. Yeah. And, Why is uh, there a gooey pipe in this place? <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be quarantine. This is quarantine, right? Isn't this supposed to be like, well, I guess it's not officially a quarantine area. It's just some place they stuck them. Yeah. Where they wouldn't bother Plus, anybody. Pipes are going to pipe. I mean. Pipe types are going to pipe. These pipes are clean. <laughs> Cabin boy. <laughs> my favorite, yes. My favorite part is when you get the monotone off-camera guard outside who was definitely just like some person that they're like, we need to fill a line, uh, being like, What's going on in there? Be quiet. <laughs> it was so terrible. It was such a terrible little bit of dialogue. It's like when you pulled me in for Shadow Vane. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like that. It's like playing camera guy is Bill. And you're like, oh no, please don't. No, you didn't actually die. You oh, did better fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I did make sure to give you a line that included the F word. Yeah, I appreciate it. You're, you're welcome. You're welcome. I'm pretty sure we hear Crispin Freeman and Tyler doing a couple voices in this episode. That's very possible. I love when they do that, when they have an, uh, the established, like, characters, like, actors, like, playing, filling in roles. They all blame Tyler for their predicament. <laughs> yeah. And I love Cryburn. He says it twice in this episode, but he says, he better not get himself killed before I rip into him myself. He wants to kill him first. The girls are listening next door. They're apparently housed right next to each one another. And Harumi, uh, they're like, oh. Okay, well, what's going on over there? And then Harumi's like, it's all my fault. And Yuriko's like, yes, yes, it is. Well, but Yuriko wasn't being that harsh. No, no. at first, it, I think that's the psych out. Yeah, that's the psych out gag. Mm. Yes. I gotta imagine that line was better in the Japanese, like the way that played out better. Which part? When she was like, yes, it is your fault. Take responsibility. Oh. By being a spy and telling us how spies escape things, like... I think it, I got it. It worked, but it was a little clunky. I think it, it probably worked better in Japanese somehow. Could be. I think it works pretty well here. Here, though, all the ladies smile. Some corny music plays, and it places right into the break card. Back up! Back up! Welcome on into the break card. It's Andy, and I hope you are enjoying our newest review of the irresponsible Captain Tyler here on Tuning Japanese. We alluded to in this episode my guest appearance on the Let's Talk Nerdy podcast. If you have not listened to that yet, you can find them on Spotify. You can find them on YouTube. Just search for Let's Talk Nerdy, and you can find our bonus episode where we talk about anime. It's titled Anime 101. It was a great time. Again, I already mentioned it last episode, but I, I have to mention it again. They are fantastic, wonderful people, great podcasters, and you should go check them out as well. You can go check out our Patreon as well at patreon.com slash tuningjapanese where you can get bonus content. We've got more content going up there each month, including a new episode of Tuning In. We're going to be recording another one of those episodes pretty soon as well for this month. So be checking back later on in February for that. Help support us and our podcasting habit that we have uh, and get more episodes out to you. Uh, so again, that's patreon.com slash tuningjapanese. If you haven't rated and reviewed our show, we have not gotten a new rating or review in a while, it feels like. So you can head over to Apple Podcasts. You can head over to Spotify and leave us the kindest of words. We really appreciate that. And honestly, it's the number one way for people to find us. 
outside of just word of mouth. Uh, so if you don't have the time right now to do that, try to remember to do it later or just tell someone about our podcast if you are enjoying us. Spread the love. We really, really appreciate it. Will Captain Tyler's crew escape? I guess you're going to have to listen to the rest of this episode to find out. Let's get back into our review of the irresponsible Captain Tyler. We're back from the break, cut. Yeah. <laughs> you had a pardon? I mean, why are you waiting? And there's a knocking going on. A knocking on the don't, wall. Don't come, a, don't come a rocking. Wait. There's a knocking. <laughs> and some tense music. Yeah. When the wall's a knocking, don't come a rocking. Don't come a rocking. And the, I think it's a signal because the men feign a fight. Feign fight. Feign fight. Morse code love, is the knocking. Yes. My favorite part is Katori being like bench pressed like the ultimate warrior does over <laughs> like o- o- over uh Anderson's head. Look, Andy, look, Bill, it's a wrestling move. Ooh. It is. It is indeed. At the same time the women freak out and uh they say, Oh no, she's having a relapse. I don't remember who it is. Kim maybe. I think Kim is the one pretending to have a relapse. No, it's yeah, Yuriko says it's a relapse. Kim's like lying back on the bed going, ah! So it splits up the guards. They go check out both doors. And with fewer men there, they're able to use what's in the cell to beat the shit out of these guards. <laughs> Han Solo style. Hey, could you give us a hand with this? It's a simple but effective plan. If it was Han Solo style, shouldn't one of, only one of them be doing it? What? No, Chewie what? was there too. <laughs> but it's Solo. I've seen you Bill. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you got me I like the Star Wars character of Han Jabba oh boy uh, so <laughs> Fuji and Mifune are briefed on what just happened and they decide alright just kill the crew kill them all yeah alright escape 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 the docks distract a guard a guard who I think might have Crispin Freeman's voice I think you might be right it sounds halfway between Tyler and Alucard from Helsing. Well, while that's happening, that would be a quite the character. By the way, half Tyler, half Alucard. <laughs> while they're talking in the background, you just see every single one of them creeping into the back of that medical van. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised they don't have their hands up and you're going... Doo, 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 doo. It was a good scene. That, that whole thing was some serious like player character behavior. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, even with the moment where they drive off and Emmy and Yumi are waving from the back. Yes. That's it's really like, good. And the guy waves back. He's like confused <laughs> and maybe aroused. Is is this an ambulance or an armored personnel carrier? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Yes. You know, I guess yes, it's yes. an armored patient carrier. Mm-hmm. If you're taking mm-hmm. your wounded off the battlefield, you kind of want to make sure people can't shoot at them, assuming they would. And in what is the cutest moment from this whole episode, they're all just like, we're going to go save Tyler, right? I loved it. It was good. It did, too. And that was definitely bordering into that big damn hero moment of, like, we're going to rally together and do the thing, heroic thing. And But unfortunately, here come the ships. They're going to come shoot down this truck. <laughs> they're not helicopters. I don't know what they are. Neither do I. I have no idea how to describe them. Hover jet, hover jet things. Well, they start a gunfight, 
and they basically trap them down a corridor. Um, they set up a barricade. They have soldiers with guns. Yeah. And they just gun it through them. I would say that was. Uh, did you did you see the turn they made into that side corridor? That, that was, was a, that was a hell of a turn. That was a great turn. That was a natural twenty on that roll. Real good. So they just literally rush through the barricade. They get the the thing is blasted to just smithereens, and it explodes. Even of course, <laughs> boom! <laughs> and it turns out, oh no, there's no one in the truck. <laughs> it's a because they snuck away yes yeah, a switcheroo so while they're like dumbfounded like oh no where are they without going and immediately like following down back down that corridor yeah they they find the rest of the crew finds their way to the soyokaze and they're like have you ever in your life seen a ship that has so much dumb luck and i'm like yeah, yeah that's that's true they expected it to be dismantled mm-hmm. or on its way to being dismantled already yep yeah and they praise tyler some more and then this is when they are stopped by the soldiers with with guns again, and some unnamed guy is like, "Stop right there!" <laughs> some captain, captain, general man, <laughs> a general, a general, Hello? general, general. We'll call Hello? him. <laughs> Cryburn is like, "We're gonna, we're. I'm not gonna stand for this." And he tries to like shoot them, but then uh, <laughs> is stopped, and in doing so, fires all throughout the ceiling, <laughs> knocks the lights up. He did not count on that one guy's mighty mustache power to protect him from harm. Yes. <laughs> and I, I'm pretty sure mighty mustache guy is also Crispin Freeman. I wouldn't doubt it, because Tyler didn't have a ton of lines this episode, so... Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. Like, earn your keep! <laughs> yes. They shoot out the lights, as well as another pipe full of goo, which God falls on them. Damn pipes! <laughs> and the soldiers freak out because they're like, oh my god, they've got sickness, and they all run. We're not down with the sickness. One of them started like coughing and wheezing and sneezing. It's you. And then Crabber and Anderson at the same time, it's you. They must be allergic to whatever is in that pipe. Gray goo. They say, it looks like we all got a full pardon. <laughs> Slapper. <laughs> Admiral Mafune is pissed. He swings his sword. Sees about Tyler for a while. We find that he uh, cut the picture in half of yeah. Tyler. Yeah, we thought he he might have like chopped into Fuji, his homeboy. <laughs> it's his fault. It's all his fault. The Soyokaze again uh, is getting ready to take off. They all wait for Yamamoto to make the order, which is another cute moment. Yeah. I love that Yamamoto. It's really acting, good acting, Captain Yamamoto. Yes, and they're yep. all super excited for for him to do this. Yeah, they take off, and he says, "If I may be so bold, full speed ahead." Yeah, and he do- and they and it and this whole scene is set to the the uh, Yamamoto's theme song. Oh, yes, which is so good. <laughs> it's dramatic as hell, and I love it. Yeah, and this is where I'm asking the question: <clears throat> They know where that ship is. Why don't they just shoot it down? But we'll get there in just, like, uh-huh. 30 seconds. They gotta get through the credits first. They also have to save on animation, because we get, like, a solid two minutes of just, like, panning shots of all the Soyokaze crew just smiling. Yeah. Which is fine. It is fine. It, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's a decent place to do the animation save thing. Yeah, plus the music, and it, I, it, mm-hmm. it worked for me very well. And the end of the episode, we have our oh shit moment. When literally the entire fleet of the United Space Force is all like, all right, 
Time to go shoot down to Soyokaze. <laughs> and that's our episode. That's our episode. That's your episode. Episode 17 of the Irresponsible Captain Tyler. The Unjust Dessert. Do, the Unjust Do Something or Other. Yes. This is the part where we talk about our thoughts overall. I start. I think it's pretty good. I was a, I was a little mixed coming into it. And now that we've talked about it, I think my general disposition is I like this episode quite a bit. I think it's, it's a lot of fun. I think it has, it's really raised up by those aw yeah moments. Uh, I think it's weighed down a little bit by the stuff with the Ralgons, but there also are a few moments where I think we can make some interesting observations about Tyler. So, uh, is it a good episode? Yes. Is this the first good episode I think I've reviewed? Yes. <laughs> uh, so, so I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty happy. Uh, two thumbs up for me. I agree. I think this is the best episode so far. I actually felt something. Like, it still wasn't, like, super choked up, but there was at least a little bit of, like, all right, I like how they're doing this. I'd agree with you, Bill. I think this is the best episode so far. I thought you guys would enjoy this one with because it has actually a little action in it. It does. A, little, a nice little escape story. Mm -hmm. And stakes and emotion. and Yeah. And we've built the characters up enough now that, like, it's kind of neat to see them all interacting, just on the run. Yep. I remember a time when I didn't remember this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and and now I I'm, I seem to remember the uh, the escape portion of it taking longer. But I may have been uh, starting to misconstrue that in my head with the next episode where it continues for a little bit. Yeah, I, de I definitely ran into a little bit of next episode stuff, too, uh -huh. in my head. It's It's good, and I totally... Totally enjoy seeing Tyler yank on that wang. <laughs> he does indeed do that. Uh, all right. Well, that was episode 17 of the Irresponsible Captain Tyler. Next time is episode 18. It's a Bill episode. It's a place for confessions. <laughs> Zone of truth. Zone of truth. <laughs> Zone of truth. You put this little box on your head and you put the little coin up there. Abraka, fuck you. <laughs> oh man alright uh, thank you so much uh, Bill and Matt I really appreciate you guys same is that what you appreciate about me that's what I appreciate that's what I appreciate, appreciate about me. Me. that's what I appreciate about you <laughs> thank you so much Matt take us out of here if you will this has been Tuning Japanese a podcast where three dudes in their 40s talk about anime I am the very model of a modern major general I'm Matt I'm generally Really tired on Friday nights. My name is Andy. <laughs> Wouldn't you rather be General Grant? General Grant. And I, uh... I give it up on this. I'm Bill. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. Are you ready for your just kisses? I'm generally hungry. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information on our show, visit tuningjapanese.com where you can find links to our past eight seasons of the show, bonus episodes, and articles. You can also contact us on social media. Visit facebook.com slash tuningjapanese for updates, tweet at us at tuningjapanese, and email us your feedback and comments at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please consider supporting our show by leaving a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to today's episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, or any other number of podcatchers. 
You can also go to patreon.com slash Japanese and support the show monetarily. There you can find bonus episodes and our special audio series, Tuning In, where we provide first impressions on a number of popular anime series. Special thanks to our Patreon supporters, Ryan Nash and Matthew Van Diver. Well, Lieutenant? Come on, Mr. First Officer. Everyone's waiting for your orders. Uh-huh. Come on, hurry up. I know, but... Uh, but... Lieutenant Yamamoto. Well then, if I may be so bold... Full speed ahead! <laughs>